0: Hello, welcome to this podcast where I'm in conversation with my co-teacher in Whole Health, Leonie Taylor, who is also co-author of our book, Yoga and Somatics for Immune and Respiratory Health. Hello, welcome to this session on riding energy highs and lows, where I am in conversation with Leonie Taylor, fellow yoga teacher, uh, and many other things, but that's a good way of just slipping a title there that gives a, a, an idea of our relationship with energy, uh, especially as we both practice and teach in a very fluid somatic way and very much along the lines of feeling into needs. Uh, rather than having to feel we achieve anything specific in terms of of physicality, so the reason I say this is because that helps us really tune into our energy, whatever that means, and that's hopefully something that we'll we'll discuss what what we feel that might mean, and dropping beneath the stuff that's very much about us just simply doing more, going, 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 this very kind of high energy state that is is so much part of, of the modern world. So I'll introduce Leonie in a second, just tell a little bit about myself. Um, and I came to the stuff I do, which is yoga teacher and, uh, nutritional therapist through chronic fatigue. So energy for me has always been something that's a of interest, but B, I have a quite a, a, uh, uh quite often confused, um, sometimes tedious, even sometimes difficult. Sometimes easy relationship with the energy that I have available to me. The confused bit in there is because often I'm I'm unsure of where the energy is coming from, uh, according to whether that's something that just feels is easily available, or if I've gone into kind of that kind of jangly stress response, getting things done states. But that's the kind of thing that we'll we'll kind of pull out a bit here in this session. So hello. Hi,
1: Leonie. Hi. Um, and yeah, Charlotte, I completely relate to what you're saying as well um, about noticing where your energy comes from. You know, I come very much, you know, from that conditioned post-war parenting um, that was just sort of get on with it, you know, whatever your energy is, you know, just get on with it, which is understandable economically and historically, you know, within the context of, you know, what they'd grown up with, you know, and that was the conditioning was, that you know, you, you, you just, you know, you don't even think about whether you have your period or you're tired or you've got a cold or a cough or you just get on with it. Um, and then now as an adult, you know, my context now is that I have four children by ages 10 to 21 which is obviously balancing a lot of other people's energy as well um, and being perimenopausal and um, you know that's a lot in the mix which I think is really you know we've all got different components but that's you know what most of us are playing out isn't it as we get older is, is lots of different energies to balance and finding and recognizing you know where am I in all of this and exactly as you say sort of becoming more attuned which is you as you say, what we're getting, through, getting to through our practices, um, you know, noticing where you are and allowing yourself the space and the time to notice, Now, actually I'm exhausted, I need to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's a really big motivator for, you know, a lot of what I teach now. You know, I teach uh, menopausal yoga as as well as um, giving therapeutic time. That's it's it's a big part of my picture is, creating spaces for people to recognize how exhausted they are um, and giving themselves space to, you know, to allow for that so that their nervous systems can reset, so that their bodies can release the, that sort of perpetual tension they've been holding sometimes for decades, um, you know, which then becomes chronic.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, that holding for decades is really true because, you know, often there's, there's trauma in the mix from a, a young age where we're conditioned to feel the world is not safe around us mm. so that that energy comes often from feeling we're in protective modes mm. uh, and the way we lock energy into the body can be from a kind of bracing or a holding or a being hyper vigilant uh or ready to go and this is something I've, I feel really acutely is that I the struggle I've always had is simply being in a kind of neutral space That when I drop into any kind of neutral space, it feels like there's kind of, that it falls away, that there's nothing beneath it. As soon as something happens or there's something like a deadline or I know I have to be somewhere, then that adrenaline coming in is like, oh, now I have energy. Mm-hmm. And the relationship I have with that, and that kind of dopamine reward of getting going, getting things done, I'm I'm so, I'm get so grateful for it. So, oh my god, I can get going! That <laughs> 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 it's incredibly, you know, the kind of the, the attachment I have, and this is you know, I'm I'm you know, I, I, a long time ago, I I, I swapped various uh, relationships with things like alcohol for essentially, you know, workaholism. Yeah. Really getting things done, and also feeling that thing that we have in our culture, like you said about the the the, the keeping going, is how we value ourselves on what we can do. It's yeah. all about what we can do. What have you done today? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do for a living? And all of that kind of status around the doing. That if we are not doing and we're simply being, mm-hmm. or dropping into something that's neutral, then that loss of identity. Is really you know so much more energy can be caught up in our identity and our, our status and and the labels that we give ourselves yeah. and I'm really interested in this because it's it really gets to this particularly and you're talking kind of getting into elder states moving into older times of life where energy is naturally coming down and rather than kind of riding that in a kind of graceful way where it's still kind of like oh no but what I do well we i say you know i feel this yeah and i've you know, talked to a lot of people about this that this this loss of a certain identity they had when they were younger yeah. keeps this kind of achieving which is so at odds with our need to slow down and our needs to drop into something that's that's more akin to wisdom so i'm very interested in the feeling of it as well the feeling of what is energy without the impetus of doing behind it <laughs> don't know how you feel about that
1: well it's very interesting when and um, because uh, I've studied Thai medicine and from which I believe you know there's a lot of crossover with Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine as well um, and that comes at it from an elemental perspective so you know both in terms of our core constitution so there's the there's the different elements there's earth which is like the the solidity of the body and you know um if you think about the earth and the energy that earth has it's everything that is solid and tangible so it's our bones our muscles um and not many people have an earth constitution actually that's very rare that would be the kind of person who is really huge and imposing and you know you very rarely meet an earth person um, but you know that we all have a bit of that earth energy in us, um, and then you have the fire, of course, which it you know in terms of time of life that is you know that time you are talking about in our you know late teens through our twenties, thirties, you know, and then that's waning as we come towards perimenopause as women, um, you know, and we then move into uh, wind, you know, which is more spacious. But also brings with it the energy of windiness. So, not just uh, physical um, bloating or anything, but uncertainty, anxiety, you know, sort of uh, there's a shift in, you know, being less grounded, which is very different to the fieriness of youth, of that sort of getting things done, producing, whether you're producing children or projects or whatever you're making, there's that sort of fieriness to it. And that fire, wanes a little but in our society there is the impetus to stay at that level the whole time so you know especially as women you know there's the only lived experience I can talk to Um, you know we are under pressure to continue to be as we were in our youth even though our constitutional energy is completely shifting um, and actually, if we're allowed to move into this more wind, there is, you know, there's a different kind of wisdom there, you know. Which certainly, that's what I explore, you know, my teachings, you know, how to sort of really get into this wisdom of this very different feeling tone that isn't just doing is much more. I don't think of the right word, but you know that there's curious. a spaciousness to it. Yeah,
0: mm, yeah, that's lovely, and it it ties very much in with that kind of idea. In yoga of, kind of gunas and being rajasic re- yes. fiery just going absolutely And if we keep that up there's nothing to sustain it underneath yeah. and that fire thing then really tunes in as well to the language of burnouts
1: yeah 100 percent, absolutely and it's about balance definitely so you know we all have all the different elements so there's obviously water as well um and then there's space you know mm. is, you know huge but also nothing yeah <laughs> And, um, you know, and we need balance between all these elements to be healthy. So, you know, when I'm doing my treatments, for instance, I'm looking to balance the elements within, you know, an individual and certain um, certain maladies, you know, you would say, oh, that's an imbalance of fire that's either too much or too little in the same way as in Ayurveda, you might say, oh, you know, is it an imbalance of pitta or vata? or mm. um, You know, and it's the same thing. And I find that as a, is a really useful tool um, you know as an entry point to sort of just contemplate you know different
0: qualities of energy you yeah. know how they're balanced that really ties into the societal where we find ourselves in society that that you were describing before which is that that expectation to be keep going and keep going and keep going and think being very heady very mind-led yeah. Um, and listening into the body and feelings I mean there's some loads more around now thank goodness around embodiments but this recognition and particularly in people who are in screens a lot having kind of you know blue light directly into their uh, front, frontal cortex yeah. um, but this need for grounding this need for having a clear and palpable mm-hmm. relationship to where we are in the here and now Yes. but relating to Earth energy in so many ways is is the antidote to the very kind of up and away energy that that's in our culture and also to what you're saying about kind of the, the, that kind of windiness of getting into older years, yeah that actually feeling where you're grounded yeah. uh, within that is what allows you to have that that openness and allows us to feel that we might have rather than just that future driven what am I doing? where am I going? progression this word progression that is so yes. so problematic in our culture um, as, as opposed to huh as if that's linear <laughs> yes indeed or as if it just means doing more things yeah. ticking more boxes yeah and also it has to be fast
1: yes
0: and more <laughs> it's a wonder of capitalism hey <laughs> it is exactly you are not enough and you do not have enough yeah. and if you had enough or you were enough then you wouldn't be able to be sold to yeah. so but if you're able to actually go here i am in my space yeah. the size and shape i am the feeling of where i am in the world on the world mm. then there's there's the potential of peace there's the potential of of calm which is which is where we can actually resource yes. and that feeling is is quite hard to get to so I'm I kind of alluding to this at the beginning, where you know I'm I'm curious about I can feel that energy when it's jangly, it's up, it's ready to go. Yeah. But the energy of dropping into neutral tones, of simply being, mm. and the, the quieter, subtle nuances that those bring is that is you know, but people aren't you know, we are less familiar at being with those in our day to day life. People um, can
1: be aversive to it as well. Like, you know, the number of people who will, you know, go, oh, no, no, that's that's too slow for me, that practice.
0: Yeah. And they'll just seek more fire. Yeah. Know, well, like, what should I be feeling? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that question is really like, yeah, exactly. I'm pulling in, like, you know, sometimes you see people just pulling into something to, to, to seek the bigger sensation, to seek the thing that's a bit of a flooding of, of mm-hmm. sensation and, and experience. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's, it's very hard for us all to, to be able to recognize that we need recovery all the time, that we need to be resourcing all the time. Yes. Um, that being able to live in these middle states and occupy the kind of neutral zones, rather than just bouncing from highs to lows or, or as you say
1: burnout as well just sort of going 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 until you can go no more and the body you know is it's done with the subtle hints and there's there's mm. the complete dropout way you know where you're you know chronic fatigue or you know massive inflammation or something mm. happens to the body where it just says no more
0: um, yes my like Gabba Master says, "When the body says no, yes. and that's very much about um, the mind, just keeping going, going, going." And again, you know, this is separating the body and mind out as if they're separate,
1: yeah. and yet
0: when we're whole, mm. there isn't that separation. But our languaging is so conditioned to do that. But if we're keeping going, the mind and that achieving part of us, yeah. and not listening to those signs in the body, the little, the nuances. The tones that going, oh no, please, <laughs> or they're being exhausted. Um, we come to that. We, you know, we, we. I find that aphorism: listen to the whispers before they become shouts. Definitely, incredibly important because otherwise, otherwise, there's the point where the body just goes, no more. I have no resources left. Yeah. I have to shut this mm. down. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a tricky place to get to. Mm. Um, but there is you know this, this route back is to really tune into the subtlety and really start to, to offer ourselves that kindness definitely mm. well thank you so much that's a, a drop in we're not we're not giving answers or offering fixes or solutions <laughs> but it's 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 awareness isn't it we're just just trying to Absolutely, navigate this stuff as as much as any of us in this overstimulated and this this really quite demanding world that we live in. And I think mm-hmm. that recognition that it is really demanding is 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 a really important first step to recognize that we're allowed to be tired, yes. we're allowed to be vulnerable. It's not a judgment to say I am tired um it's simply a recognition and of a state also sort of you
1: know from a yogic perspective is not to identify that it's a problem with us mm. it's something that is universal you know this is a societal issue so you know again you know to refer to the gabamati the new book the myth of normal you know that you know so much of this um has become normalized that we expect to feel like this and you know it must be something we're not doing enough of you know or, you know we're not performing well enough, therefore we're failing you know rather mm. than it that being that society is failing us,
0: yeah, absolutely, so the more we can change the the culture around us, mm. our own individual culture and that of of people around that, like even at work, say we need a break, Yes. when taking a break, a fifteen minute break has become something that's kind of <laughs> It doesn't you know often doesn't happen or walking away from a screen. Mm-hmm. if that could become a kind of cultural mm-hmm. norm within our small groups, then we can start to occupy that space mm-hmm. of recovery. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Leone. Very lovely to talk to you again, and we'll we'll yeah, explore yeah. some more of these just bringing things to the surface brings right. curiosity and exploration. Nice.
1: Thank you very
0: much. Thanks,
1: Charlotte. (laughs) Yeah, love Take care.
0: Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can join Leonie and I for classes and also for my webinars on our whole health online membership. If you go to www.charlottewattshealth.com and our book, Yoga and Somatics for Immune and Respiratory Health is out now. Thank you.